This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good evening and welcome to what is the final extra time show of what has been a mad, crazy season. No fans, so much (laughs) has happened, but also it's the end of an era with um, obviously the surprise announcement a couple of days ago that Nuno Espirito Santo would be leaving the club. We'll get delving into that. Um, and it's his last game today, and it's been an emotional day. So, welcome to everyone, and uh, welcome to my co-host for the show, Amy. Amy, how are you today? How are you feeling? I know you've wrote, Amy's in a different place today because you went on a hen do, and you've dislocated your leg to playing bubble football. Is that not right? Yeah, well, the the leg is back in one piece. It's just not right. So, I'm currently lying on the sofa with ice on my knee which is fantastic <laughs> just to add to the weekend's events but um yeah other than that all good I think it was obviously a um shock on Friday I think obviously I didn't join the show on Wednesday evening after the Everton game because of work but if you'd have told me this time last week that Nuno's last game would have been today I, I honestly wouldn't wouldn't have believed you um, I know there's obviously been a lot of talk and there's obviously been a bit of a Nuno out camp for the last six months, um, really. But I just, I'm still in shock. I still feel like it's a bit of a bad dream. Um, but I think you've got to be, try to reason myself with it in my head a little bit. And I think um, my mum's always said with sports professionals and of such, it's always better to go out in top on top. And I know that maybe the last, um, this season hasn't gone as everyone has planned it to, but the the year as such hasn't either. And I think I'd rather him to leave with good memories than for it to turn sour, I think is what I've come to the conclusion. Um of it all so I think that's what I'm taking away from it when I messaged you um did on well when I facetimed you actually 
yes. which you know from FaceTime and you, then it's obviously amazing. <laughs> um, and you said yourself, like you'd had a few tears, quite emotional. I think, I think you know what? It's not, a, it's not, um, it's not a weakness for a bloke to say he shed a few tears about it either. We've all got emotions and stuff like that. And, you know, if you haven't got, if you can't be emotional about a man that's had such integrity, that's led this team from where it is to where it is now and always acted with dignity, no matter what the situation, and to be sad about his leaving and to be reminiscing of all the fantastic memories, shared memories you've had with all the fans and the journeys we have, then... You're not, you're not human, I don't think. No. <laughs> but, um, I think I, it's just, I, it's just, this shot, it was very unexpected. I think that's probably what's taken a lot of people by surprise of how unexpected it was. Uh, well, it, it is. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just, yeah, someone just said numb, pride. I think everyone's feeling a bit, a bit like that today. I think you never, you just didn't expect it. I think we all thought he'd, you know, it's been a bit of a tough season. He's been dealt some quite difficult situations with injuries. Obviously, the the last season taking effect. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Something a bit odd about it to me. I've gone kind of with you. I've gone through the. We've got, we've got some fantastic guests. I'm going to say we're going to get on to them real quick. But I've been through the shock, absolute shock and disbelief. I was on a, a Zoom call with work and I, I missed the initial announcement. My dad, he's just about learned how to FaceTime. He messaged, <laughs> I got missed calls off my dad. And my dad was like in a state when I rang him back. He's like, have you heard about Nuna? I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. So I was in shock and disbelief. Obviously, we did a, a, a really good show with some great guests um, to talk about noon or the evening. Obviously, it was mutual consent. Then it's come out that Fosen had sort of pulled the plug. Nuno was stuck to the uh, to the line. There must be a non-disclosure agreement in there, so we can't really say anything more. Um, and that sort of turned to it an annoyance and angry because I was like, like many of us, I know there's people out there that, a court were calling for Nuno to go, and I, I can completely accept anyone's um, anyone's sort of ideas intended in terms of their respecting their opinions. But some people do take it too far in the nastiness way they do it. But there's lots of circumstances, and I believe he was the man to take us forward this year. And then I've kind of gone through the to that to the denial stage. To the extent it's like grief, you go through all these stages, and I think that's where I'm at now. So I'm going to kick on because there's people. We've, we've got a full green room, just to let you know. In the already in the green room, we've got Paul, Manny, Statman, Speedy, Dan from Bangkok. We've got Craig. We've got John Taylor, who's new. We've got Wolfman Jeff. We've got Thomas, and we've got other people that are trying to get in, but the room's full at the moment. So if you are trying to get in, just be patient. You will get to have your say. So we're going to kick on. I'm just going to change the background, Amy. And we're going to go open up with a friend of the show, um, top, top bloke. And we're going to bring on Paul, always talk sense, to start off uh, as our first guest tonight. Welcome, Paul. Good evening, both. Hello. 
Good evening to everyone that's tuned in tonight. And just before we get started, Paul, I, I do need to say a thank you to our partners, Spider VPN, um, who basically uh, support the show. So thank you for them for making uh, this possible to pay for the software to run the show. So, Paul, um, how are you feeling, mate? I mean, we'll talk about the game, but we're obviously Nuno's going to dominate tonight. What are your emotions like? A mix of all kinds of things going on. Sadness. Disappointment, bit of anger as well, maybe towards Fosun, and also worry as well. Um, mm. And people say, you know, where do we go from here? It feels like all the momentum that we've built up <clears throat> over the past three years had seeped away a little bit this year. But in my mind, I was thinking, okay, we'll have a good break over the summer, do some good business in the transfer window. We've got a top class manager things will pick up again. Yeah. Um, the captain of the ship has has departed. You do worry um, about next season. Obviously, it could end up being an opportunity. We could get a fantastic new manager. We could get some amazing um, players join us in the transfer window. But at the moment, um, I do feel really sad because he's a man that I really respect, not just as a manager, but as a, as a bloke as well as a man. I think he's such a fantastic role model to the people in our city for the way that he carries himself, his passion, um, his community spirit, his humbleness. All those things make him such a good role model. So we're going to miss him as a manager because he's amazing at that job. But we're also going to miss him as a as a man and as I said, as yeah. a Yeah, I think just touching on a few comments there, Paul, I think that was my first initial, I sometimes overthink everything as soon as I hear news and yeah. news that maybe isn't good news. And my first thing was like, right, that's it. It's going to be the down, it's going to be the demise of Wolves again now. And just like going back to, I was always a very big Mick McCarthy fan. And it just took me back to that day after we lost against the Albion 5-1 and I was at uni my mum rung me and she's like, Mick McCarthy's gone. And then it was just, that was just kind of like started the spiral of everything. Yeah. And then you kind of feel like that we hit the bottom with that. Well, not right bottom, but quite low, quite near the bottom. And then it was kind of Nuno was our shining light and has brought so much to like all of all the fans in the city and everything. And I think you just instantly, I was like, well, he's going to go, or the players are going to go, or the staff are going to go, the club's just going to completely change again now. So you it's know, that fear of change that you feel a bit like, oh, God. But like not. you say, it could be an opportunity, there could be someone better, you just don't yeah. know, do you? Do you know what, Paul, what you said about the emotions that you covered off there, the way you said it, that's... I've spoken to so many people, I've had so many comments on my videos, and virtually to a person, that's the emotion that the vast majority of people have been saying, all of those emotions that you talked about, you know, because I got absolutely hammered on Twitter by some people um, for basically putting my feelings out there and my con genuine concerns about what could happen next. And I hope that they get it right because if it goes wrong I can uh, and start the next season and it doesn't go well, you can see a lot of people turning against the owners because yeah. of this decision. And for that, I've been told, get a life, get a grip. You, we support 
the, the club, not the manager, not the coach. Well, and, you know, and I said it felt like that the beating heart and soul of the club had been ripped out. That's how I, the initial feel because Nuno was the heart and soul of this team. Yeah. The beat, someone pointed out the beating heart and soul of the club is the fans, and that is true. But like of this team, Nuno's built it along with, you know, not anti-Fosen or anything like that. But you do worry because I think younger fans, especially new fans, they haven't been through the pain and seen all these things that have scarred us from the past of like what Amy was saying about the McCarthy era and where we ended up because we made the wrong decision at the wrong time. I think McCarthy, they probably should have let him go the year before when he went and but it was a bit of it was a snap job after the Albion. They had no plan. So you do hope that you know, and I expect that Fosen do have a plan, but you hope it goes well because if it doesn't go well and things do go the wrong way and you are fear about some of the players because they were so invested in Nuno and his plan and his vision and loyalty that they will also say, well, maybe this is my time now to move on yeah. because they haven't got that emotional attachment. And when you tear a team up and it all starts breaking up and you build a new team, it doesn't necessarily work. And I know how fickle some of these fans were that were calling for Nuno to out and respect their opinion completely. I understand the performances haven't been great, but I think the circumstances behind that. But how much patience will they have with the new person coming in yeah. before they turn? And, and that's the worry because it could all get very toxic again, like it was after the McCarthy thing. And that's what we, I think, that's that's the worry. Yeah, completely right. And I probably missed out the the biggest emotion that I've been feeling actually when you asked me a minute ago. Is probably that of gratitude. I mean, like you and like a lot of people that are watching the show tonight, I've, I've been a season ticket holder for a long time, League One, double relegations and so on. And never in a million years did I think that I'd be going to Porto and Barcelona watching my team play in Europe. And he's been a huge part of our success. And I feel so grateful, even if it doesn't happen again, which I hope it doesn't, um, turn out like that but I feel so grateful that I've had the chance to experience all those highs yeah no definitely mm. I think there's a lot of you look back at and you kind of you can't believe it's happened really can you so I think that's what you do think of the memories and you do think of the good times and yeah I, and I agree with like gratitude and you can it is him and you can't get away from that like you say it's you know the club but you've got to have a leader and he's just such a fantastic leader he's led the team he's created the team and he's provided all of us that are well the three of us that are sat here and a lot of other people that are on the channel and a lot of other people that are in Wolverhampton with memories that you'll just never you'll never ever forget so you've just got to be thankful for that exactly I mean you you referred to um Dave you referred to I think Tim Spears article at the weekend about about Fosun and what concerned me about that article is I was seriously thinking of sacking him after the Albion home match in January. Now, two months before that, we were in sixth place in the Premier League. Um, and I find it quite alarming that that is their response in, in such a situation. And it, it does set alarm bells ringing for the future, I think, with how the, the club's going to be run. Yeah. And I think that's what's quite a scary thing as well, because 
I don't want to support uh, a Brome uh, Chelsea where they just think sacking the manager is the answer when times get tough. Yeah, exactly. um, and I think that's what's we don't want to be in this merry-go-round of just new people coming in and rebuilding and then the players impacts and stuff as well. But um, yeah, I think the I think there's going to be a lot of change this summer. But then that being said, like if they if they did plan it at that point in January now is a lot better time for trying to I guess rebuild a little bit of managerial in the summer than it would be in January because it's just just so hard to recruit isn't it yeah and whatever whatever happens I hope they've got a clear plan I hope they're properly still invested in the club I hope the new manager will get the correct back in because one thing I've been thinking about is this mutual agreement thing, has Nuno thought to himself, if I'm not going to get the back in this summer from Fosun, because let's face it, this squad does need improvement, does need some degree of rebuilding. If I'm not going to get that um, licence to, to do that rebuilding, am I going to be on to a loser here straight away? Because it's obvious from this season that things have been slipping in the wrong direction and we do need to improve. We do need to evolve we do need to invest if that's not going to be forthcoming from the owners he's probably thinking now's a good time as you said before amy to to bow out before things do get too toxic and his and his amazing work is tarnished yeah yeah i think there's i mean he's he's a clever man isn't he we all know that oh, yeah. so i think there's there's a lot that we'll never know. There's a lot that goes on in the background. I think you can we can sit here and second guess all we like the conversations that have been had. But we just got to hope that Boston have invested so much money so far. They're not going to want to let a club slip size. But then we all know yeah. that, you know, Friday for me was kind of a wake up call when I spoke to my dad about it. I rung him and he was like, football, it's just it's a fickle sport. It's. It's, it's so yeah. much money. There's so much money in football now. It's just it's fickle, and things are just just happen sometimes. I spoke to someone inside the club, and I said, "How a shock to you?" And um, and they their answer was, "Nothing shocks me in football." Yeah. I mean, that I think that's kind of sums it up. Uh, Paul, we've got about a minute left of you, okay. so if you want to comment on what impressed you with the game today, <laughs> um, sum up the season. <laughs> It's hard to say, isn't it, really? No, it's yeah. a lot to come up, but you've got a minute to do it. OK, well, in terms of the game today, I thought we actually played some quite nice stuff without necessarily having that cutting edge, which does sum up, as you've said, a lot of the season. One thing I would pick out, and it's not just from today, but I think Morgan Gibbs-White has shown in a few appearances towards the back end of the season. I think he looks different. I think he looks stronger. I think he looks fitter. I think he looks quicker. I think he looks like he wants to have more of an impact on the game. So I'm hopeful that he can really kick on next season and be not just like a squad player, but actually contribute to first team uh, victories. So that's one thing I'd pick out from today. I think uh, I think that's a good sum up. I mean, I, 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 I must admit, like a lot of people, I'd kind of wrote Morgan off. I, th I think he make mistakes, but you have to remember he's still a young lad. He, he yeah. sometimes, you know, especially, and I, and I think that takes to some of the youngsters that are on social. They 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 say stuff, 
for they got mates and stuff like that and as you get older you, you start to think about what you're actually saying and thinking you have to put that into context i know that people said that they're just young and they make mistakes in some things i think morgan's that but i think morgan's learned i think nuno put an arm around his shoulder and have still encouraged him and the performances that i've seen off morgan gibbs white from the last two or three games like you You've seen the player that we always believed he could be if he's played in the right position. So I think Morgan might get a good opportunity for a fresh start as well in the team for next year. We'll, we'll wait and see. But I agree with you on that, Paul. And thanks very much for uh, for joining us tonight on what is an emotional occasion. No, and uh, thank you both for all the content that you put out throughout the season. I know it takes up a lot of your time. So uh, thanks for your efforts as well. Appreciate that, Paul. Thank you so much. And uh, go and drown your sorrows with whatever it is now. <laughs> Take care, mate. Thank okay, you soon. Bye. 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 So that's Paul, a friend of the show, such a lovely bloke. And we're going to get on um, someone that's actually been to the game next and uh, obviously a uh, co-host of the Always Wolves. Where is he? Oh, here he is. It's Manny. Hi, mate. You've been to the game today as well, haven't you, mate? Hello. How are you doing? I'm a bit croaky. I haven't got a voice. I've Have you been a lot today? I, I'll tell name. you what. I, I went in the North Bank, Dave. How do you sit there? Why are people so quiet in the North Bank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I there's only 4,000 people in the Blooming Stadium. <laughs> well... If they, uh, we we tried to um, uh, make the numbers up and we didn't stop singing from start to finish and it was the most surreal day that you could ever imagine. Um, we actually left home about half past twelve, went to our normal Costa for our coffee and our bite to eat, and then we walked down to the stadium at two o'clock and the roads on Waterloo Road was just. You know, you saw the scenes packed with fans. The police had to close the road probably earlier than they wanted to. Um, and then obviously the coach arrived and it was electric. It was electric. It was euphoria. It was obviously a lot of love for the manager and what he did. Um, and then suddenly as he's gone in, it was eerie. It was an eerie walk to the turnstile, almost like you were going to awake. <laughs> honestly mm. it was like we spoke to fans and it was like what are we here for because the match didn't really um really mean anything well there's nothing yeah. on the game there was nothing on the game there was nothing on the game but because of the emotions of Nuno getting off the coach and his emotions and his reactions and the love that was shown for him then suddenly the game became sort yeah. of a second secondary secondary um thing um, obviously, went in, going into the stadium, all the you know the shops and everything was shut. All the kiosks were shut. You were just sort of straight to your seat and and um, met a few fans and milled about. And then the team came out, and then we tried our best to create an atmosphere. And um, I think he picked a lot of his regular starting players, the ones that he's tried and trusted over three years, probably to just you know, pay respect to them, the likes of Matinho and Sice and, you know, all the ones who stuck by him. And then the match went on and the match was like, you probably heard the singing. The singing was based mainly around Nuno, you know. Um, there was a bit of um, Raul singing because he came on yeah. at half-time and did an interview live on the pitch, which was nice of him. And um, uh, 
What did Raoul say? Didn't show that. What did Raoul actually say? Nobody understands because the tannoy system's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and his English is getting he, he better, but not the best. I think he thanked the fans for giving him strength um, for his recovery. He said it was a hard six months, um, but um, you know a lot of people supported him. And it just paid a tribute to Nuno and the fans and the the club the way they looked after him. And he can't wait to get back next season. So. Yeah. It was good to see him having a kick about before the game as well on the pitch. That yeah, was... it was. I mean, it was. I mean, you know, like I said, the match started and the match sort of summed up our season. Didn't really, yeah. didn't really have any intensity. But you know, I will say a few pointers. Number one, we've got some good players. Actually, yeah, we lacked. Obviously, first time you've got to see the likes of Semedo and Fabio yeah. in the flesh. I will tell you, I will tell you, I picked out four players just on social media. Neves passing on point. I, I think it was his best passing game of the season. He's left he the ball. He looked fired up, Neves, today. Yeah, yeah, he seemed like fired up and he was pinging the ball about. Um, maybe it was because Nuno's going and he was the first big sign, you know, the big sort of almost like, you know. Yeah. The wonder for Wolves, he was a, a Galact Galactico signing. Neves was for Wolves. Yeah. And um, I think he just wanted to play for his manager. And and the, the wing bats ate Nuri. I think we've, we've got a player in him. Got um, a him for me, running. Morgan Gibbs White, refreshed, new player. Not like the Morgan Gibbs White we've seen before, but Samado, head and shoulders. I thought, oh my God, what a player. I gave Samado man of the match today. You know what? He's just his movement is. Actually, when Traore went on, went off, that released Samedo because a lot of times Samedo attacks and it, he's got Traore in front of him. So it's easy to just for him to play a small ball to Traore and let Traore take on the team. But when Traore went off, it released Samedo a little bit and he, and he um, did some very, very good things. And, you know, yeah, it wasn't Manchester United. It was Manchester United by name, but the team wasn't yeah. really Manchester United. And if we had... Pedence, Raul, Neto, Traore, you know, these are the four, the four pronged attack, none of who were on the pitch for, you know, in the second half when Traore went off. We probably would have um, done okay. It's toothless. It was toothless. And our season's been toothless. Only three sides have scored less goals than us. We haven't scored in 29 of our 38 games in the first half. We've only got a top scorer of five. I don't think that's happened since the 40s. You know, so these are ridiculous relegation stats. That's what they are. Ever since the Raul injury, before that we had a decent start. But ever since the Raul injury, our stats are actually relegation form. Now, going on to Nuno, I've, you know, when I sum Nuno up, I want to keep Nuno in Wolverhampton forever. Maybe not as a manager. Just to be around the city, he can run the council or something. <laughs> <laughs> he can become the mayor. You know, we'll give him the mayor. Yeah, mayor. Yeah, because the thing is, he's an incredible human being, and his emotions and his reactions and his words are the kind of words and emotions and reactions we need in society. So, for someone like that to be leaving our city is, it's sad. Of course, it's sad, and there was tears. Of course, there was tears. Why shouldn't there be? It's automatic to have emotional response to somebody who gives you a lot of love and he went to every stand and he blew kisses and he hugged every stand and he bowed down to every stand 
an incredible gesture by him, but incredible gestures by the fans towards him. Not many managers who have ever been sacked will get a reception like that. Let's be honest, he was sacked. He's sacked because businesses are clinical, so we've got clinical owners. Um, and why, do you think, why do you think he was sacked, though, Manny? I mean, do you think it's because <clears throat> Nuno wants the budget and wants thing, and they are? To be honest, not... I think I, I perfectly um, think that even though when people say mutual and it's a sacking and he's trying to toe the line, I am pretty much sure that Nuno, actually incredible human beings, find it easy actually to cut ties and walk away. Yeah. Not a problem. To retain their peace of mind. Now, he's been away from his family for a year. None of his family live here. He adopted this town. He goes home. He's staring at four walls. You know, why shouldn't that guy be with his family for the next six months, for a year? So sometimes it's easy. Obviously, there's going to be divisions, Dave. When you're at work, if you're not performing at work or work's not going well, in the boardroom or in your morning meeting, there's going to be a few words said. So having divisions in the camp is pretty normal when you're struggling and play with players, with owners, fairly normal. I don't think we should get too carried away with that, you know, and Nuno leaving four years. Four years is actually a long time. Four years is a long time in football. It's a, it's a huge time in football. You know, this day and age, this does you know, gone are the days of the Brian Cloughs and the Alex Fergusons and the Arsene Wengers and the, you know, the t the managers that stayed for 10, 15, 20 years with their clubs. That doesn't happen to any happen anymore. So, you know, it's four years. It seems early. It seems early because we thought one more season, pre-season, get your players back, sign some players. And if we're in the bottom six by Christmas, then he might be going. <clears throat> but, you know, just like McCarthy who probably should have been sacked after the Blackburn game, after keeping us up, because it was a poor season. Maybe this is the right time. So I don't close myself away. And and Dave, you know what? I totally and utterly respect your opinion and your emotions. Everybody's allowed them. But for me, heart and soul doesn't change. You know, when you're on a train, the journey continues. Some people get off the train and some people get on the train. While he was, that poem, it's the story of life, isn't it? While, 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 he, while he was on the train, the ride was very enjoyable, but now he's got off. The train ride will continue. Wolves carry on. Whether we play in the Premier League or the fourth division, Wolves carry on. The heart and soul carries on. We still go. We still chant. We still slag off Mike Dean. We still carry on exactly the way we are. The thing that Mike, Mike Dean doesn't change, that's a, that's a positive. Well, Mike Dean, I wish he would get off the train, Manny. <laughs> he's not getting off the train yet. We all want him to get off the train, but he's still on it. So, you know, let's be a little bit balanced. Today's about Nuno, about thanking him, about congratulating him for what he achieved, about wishing him the best with whatever he does in the future, you know. And I am 100% sure... He is never going to forget us, the fans, the no. town of Wolverhampton. He'll be back. He'll bring his family to go to the bloody Christmas concert at St Peter's or something. He'll bring. He'll come back to Wolverhampton. Well, he, <laughs> yeah, he said, didn't he, Manny? He said, I never knew 
that I would fall in love with this place. And he fell in love with Wolverhampton. And he, he did say about going and he said, and the last thing he said was, see you soon. So there was... You know, some... let me tell you, Dave, if you went to work in New Zealand and you spent four years there and everybody loved you to bits. Yeah. And took, you, you're going to be back there as a person. You're going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be back next summer. With my family. So, yeah, I think he will uh, retain ties with Wolverhampton because Wolverhampton made Nuno as well. It's not yep. only Nuno making Wolves. Wolverhampton made Nuno. Nuno was unknown. He came here and all the pundits and all the superstars of football who are commentating are saying, wow, this Nuno's a good bloke. And they, they're all talking. What a man. Because he commanded the respect. And they're quite... A guy's just got sacked for a poor season and yet all the fans are clapping him. So that... It's the proof of the human being, right? Just because his technical abilities may have lacked doesn't make him a bad human being. You know, that happens in, that happens in life. You have bad times. And like I said, the business is clinical. They ain't going to listen to Dave, Amy and Manny when they make their next decision. They'll just make their next decision. Their next decision may work. It may not work. We probably won't get a better bloke than Nuno. If we do, Congratulations, and we can't wait wait to see him. It's going to be a, another period of uncertainty, transition, change. Are we going to sign players? Are we not? Nobody knows. Only time will tell. All we can do is sit back on our couches and watch. And you know, and when we turn up to the matches in August, give our everything, chant, shout, and give everything. A hundred percent. Because whatever happens now. Whoever comes in, even if it's that lager bloke which that doesn't seem very popular, you've got to get behind them. You've got to get yeah. behind whoever comes in because they've got, they haven't just got big shoes to 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 fill. To fill. They've got big like you know canoe bo boots to fill. After well, um, Dave, Dave, when Nuno came in, who knew him? Exactly. Who knew him? We all went who. And, and everyone, he, everyone was a bit like when he came in as well. Everyone was a bit like, oh, I thought things were, you know, for yeah. kind of okay. People were, people were actually saying, right? People were actually saying Lambert's doing okay. Well, well I did. I, I hold my, I said that. I hold my hands up and I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Mid-table yeah. finish. Yeah, you know, let's be honest. He did have injuries and he did have problems this season, Nuno, and because of that, he suffered. That is his philosophy as well to keep a small squad. He kept towing that line and then he realised, oh my God, all my players are out. I need more players. So, you know, let's be honest, he's a perfect human being. In my eyes, he's a, he's a very, very role model type of human being. But as a manager, he's got flaws just like me and you. He all make bad decisions and you fall in, and live by your decisions. And, and I'm sure... I've said this to you, Dave, you know, in front of the camera, he'll say one thing. But when we've conceded a poor goal or gone another first half without scoring, he's gone into that room and he's kicking things because he's probably got things wrong or the setup wasn't right or he'd wished he'd done something different. He'll be his own fiercest critic in that manner. Um, uh, so, you know, and he's he's still learning. He's still a young guy. He'll come back. He'll come back with another club. And, and um, whoever whoever does get him, They'll get a fantastic bloke. Whether he succeeds as a football manager is another thing, you know. So we all make errors, and we all—it's like somebody has said—he's a human. He makes errors in life, and yes, he does. And four years isn't 
actually a bad spell. It's not a bad spell. And I was happy. I was happy for him to go. Actually, believe it or not, I changed my opinion during the match and I was happy. You know why? Because he went out on such a high. Well, yeah. if he's going to go out, that's the way to go out. The only you imagine, you imagine, never you imagine Raul, Raul doesn't, 30, yeah, you imagine Raul doesn't come back the same player. Neto takes a few more weeks to get. So we start the new season and we've lost six or seven matches. Come Christmas, we're in the bottom six. He ain't going to go out with the same reception, you know, if he did lose his job, say, in, in, in Chris, at Christmas. So I'm not, I'm not, um, uh, gonna sit here and criticize anybody for any opinion they had you know a lot of you just pointed out dave abuse is totally uncalled for today you know you've read the reports the saddest part of today was oh, what happened rio ferdinand. With yeah. rio ferdinand and at the start of the matches you know if the players want to take the knee that's their choice as individuals to make a statement against racism let them make it you know when you Boo that, what the players are doing. You imagine what it feels like for someone like like me. I braced myself. I did. I braced myself and I held my son's hands. And it's the hardest thing in the world. There's a reason they're taking that. And then it was highlighted by a 31-year-old who was arrested for racially abusing a presenter. Well, he'll be banned Dan for life, won't he? Going for life, so we started. Still, you know, let's be honest. The, in society, you always get, you will always get people like that. We don't want it, and whenever we do see it, it's our duty to combat it and and make it better. You know, and um, it just proves that we need to do more and try and do more. Um, so that was sad to see, especially when Nuno yeah. is the only African black manager in the league. You know. Um, so it was just contradicted the whole day for me and it was the saddest part of, of the day but head up we go again tomorrow we get a new man and when we get the new man our duty as fans is not when he loses this first game and think oh we shouldn't have got rid of Nuno give him a chance he's a bloke as well he'll be a human being as well he'll be coming into a new country as well he'll want his own um, you know players and own ways, we've got to give him time. And if you're not prepared to give him time, then we will end up going merry-go-round and merry-go-round and merry-go-round. And I'll have more grey hairs in my beard and we'll, <laughs> we'll um, uh, you know, go through this turmoil again. So just give whoever we get in, give him some time. And I hope Bruno Lager, if he's the favourite, I hope he doesn't turn us all to the lager. Very <laughs> over in Braga, Manny. Just to finish off on me, a couple of points. Yeah. I've been asked about uh, Samosa Saturday. Okay. Um, there is some news on that, isn't there? Do you want to just give some, give an update on that because I'm involved in that next weekend? Yeah, weekend? Um, June the, the weekend after next, um, Dave. June the fifth, um, Samosa Saturday, um, which is basically sold out, Dave. There are the one or two slots left, but basically sold out again. For Dementia UK, over 100 deliveries, brilliant response from all the fans. The night before, the Wolves women are playing at Molyneux in a special game to celebrate their brilliant achievements this season. And they've asked for 100 samosas, so we're going there to the women's game the night before. And the exclusive, in the morning, our manager, Nuno Santo, will also be getting a delivery, which was asked for earlier today. 
So Aww. he's not leaving without someone who says, and you know what? I might just convince him to stay. <laughs> <laughs> just to finish your emotion, to finish off with your emotion and uh, your thoughts to, on, on today and the season, just quickly, Manny, before we move on to uh, Thomas. Surreal, surreal sur you know, disjointed, um, frustrating, injury-ridden, <laughs> no, no clear definition of the plan. Four, five, five, four, one, two. It, it has been a heck of a season, and it's there's plenty of reasons why that's happened. This pandemic, no fans, signings that we've signed and haven't really hit the ground running. You know, as we would have liked to, because we were replacing key key players, Yotta and Dotti. We're replacing like key established players, and we didn't replace them as we should. And Nuno will have to take the blame for a, a bit of that. You can't say he's a completely and utterly perfect manager. Remember, we scored 36 goals this season, is it? That's very paltry. That has to change. And um, uh, whoever we bring in, we need to score more goals. We need a striker, even if Raul's fit. So um, the season on a whole was poor, was poor. There were reasons why it was poor. And to be fair, we did really well getting 45 points in the end, I think, which is a yeah. credit to Nuno for keeping us there. Absolutely well said. Well, Manny, thank you very much uh, for joining the show. Tariski says, Dave, Manny, Manny, hats off to you guys every game with the post-match shows. It brings the fans together. Just want to say thank you. And we do appreciate those comments. This is what, we, what we're about. We do want to give everyone a say, whether or not we agree or not, we respect everybody's view, as long as you put it across in the right way. And Manny, can I just say thank you very much again for coming thank on today. You. You've got a croaky voice. You sang, you sang oh. your heart out for the lads today <laughs> and being there. Amy, rest your leg and um, <laughs> uh, get better soon. Dave, keep your head up. No, not everyone's going to like you, but that's normal. Lights need a bit of darkness to shine brightly and that's what you're doing, so keep shining. I'll do my. We all do our best, mate. That's what it's all about. We just uh, oh, we're all human beings at the end of the day, and I just believe yeah. that you should be kind and you should respect everyone's views, whether you agree with it or not. There's a way of dealing with it, and um, yeah. you know, you know, everyone is welcome. And we're we at the end of the day, we all love the club, and all we want is the best for mm. our team, and we hope that they get it right, mate. So a pleasure. Yeah. I know that I'll talk to you tomorrow anyway. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. See Go you later. Bye-bye. Cheers, bye -bye. mate. Bye -bye. Right. Absolutely brilliant again to have Manny on, on today. Um, we're going to get on next up. We're going to get on the young man, which is Thomas. It'd be very interesting to see what Thomas has to say. He's a, he's a young lad, uh, obviously a totally different end of the spectrum age group um, off the last couple that we've on. Um, to see how, as a young lad, that you're feeling about today yeah. and the whole Nuno well, situation. we can't see you. Can you not? No, we can now. Oh, I can't. But anyway, Take it away, on. Amy. Huh? Take it I can't see him, but um, you okay, Thomas? I'm good, thanks. Oh, what, first of all, I want to say thanks for having me on this season. It's been very fun. No worries. No. Thanks for joining us. It'd be boring if no one came on. <laughs> um. So how are you, how are you feeling feeling today? Um, not as bad as Friday. I think <laughs> I'd say Friday was probably the worst day because it just suddenly hits you. Like 
I think we knew that it was either this season or next season that he was going. Oh dear. We can see you now. I think we can see you now. I can see you now, so I think you're good. That's that's good. Um, yeah, but they think you're in Ghost Man's shed, like Thomas, son of Ghost Man. <laughs> well, um, can we all? Can we all? Can we just say? Can we check that? Can we all see? Oh, he's back. Look, they can see you now, Thomas. I can see him. I think I, I. Yeah, I can see him. We're good. 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 Well, um. Well, um, this season's been a roller coaster, and I think we knew Nuno was going to go, um, either this season or next season. But I don't think this season he went for the right reasons. If if Fossum, you know, did have enough uh, of him, then they have done this for the wrong reason. Because for a manager to take us from championship with players like Danny Bath and Barry Douglas, who was actually quite good, to then getting a 7th, 7th and then 13th or 14th. I find that incredible. And if Fossum were saying mutual agreement instead of sacking to make us happy, I think that they've not done the right decision. Because realistically, in the summer, did we really spend well? No. Um, Marcel, was probably the only one who could have started possibly eight Nuri and Marcel got injured. Eight Nuri as well, as always, there's just a couple of bits he needs to improve. But apart from that, he could be one of you know, he looks really good. I I I watched the game with my dad today, um and we're watching it and um when Trari goes off he, he turns to me and he goes, That could be the last time you ever see Trari in a wall shirt. Cause he really could leave. I think- I think you. I think you felt that with quite a lot of the players today. Yeah. I said at the time. I said, I wonder how many of these will actually be seen next season because I think Paul said it at the start. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them. Well, pretty much all of them are Nuno's. Nuno's yeah. players, apart from Cody, they're all. I mean, even Cody. No, Cody isn't quite just, but they're all Nuno's players, and I think I don't think he is lined up to go anywhere else yet. But you could see. People they follow they follow don't they? And I think like Paul said earlier that players may now take this as an opportunity to maybe search out search for places to go. They might think it's their time to go as well. So I think this summer these next few weeks are going to be very very interesting. And it's 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 the whole thing is just quite sad almost, isn't it? It's that yes. it might be the last time we see people like Adama, people like Neves. Mitinho, yeah. I think, was near the end anyway. To be honest, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it is a bit of um, a bit of a bit, bittersweet. I don't know if that's the right word, but um, but yes. But what are your what are your main concerns, worries um, at present now, Thomas? There's a lot of worries. Um, <laughs> I top I, one. I I think I've only really like and this sounds really bad, but I've only like really like been so into football for about six years and the only manager I've really known who has made this game sort of incredible to be a part of is Nuno and the concern is that Neves has basically grown up with Nuno, Uh, Bolly was, uh, 
most of our team, if not all of it apart from Cody, are bought from Nuno. Semedo today was incredible, bought by Nuno. Yeah. I think I think the the most likely person to go uh, this this summer is Patricio or Adama. If if the new manager comes in, I think Patricio will go. Yeah. I saw I saw that, but the the worrying thing is is again, um, what people earlier said mm-hmm. is the the almost sacking him after West Brom. I think that's really really worrying because for me it almost makes me question Fossoon because if they were tempted to sack him after West Brom where we didn't have a striker and, you know, we'd not had a striker all season, but if you want to sack someone who's done so well, you know, sixth in the league before losing our main striker, sacking him, the idea of that, and that early in the season, that's really worrying yeah. I know when when we got to Burnley four 0 I was like, right, what's going on? But I'm just shocked by what I've heard come out. I know all this like manager speculation. If I could go for any manager, it would probably be the Sevilla one. It won't happen. It will be Bruno. What about Lopetegui? Yeah, I it it will be Bruno. Uh, it will be Bruno. Mm. I think. I think the That's um, it. I think what? Oh God, Blossom is like. That's fine. Can you see me? She just pressed something. Um, the thing I think we'll um we'll we'll see now, kind of who who pulls the strings in terms of um transfers and stuff with Nuno going. Because I think if a lot of those players remain, or or I don't know, I just feel like now we're going to see the true things of what the Foson coach relationship is, is whether it's actually. Nuno was pulling the strings in terms of transfers, or it was actually Foson and Mendes saying who they wanted. So I think I, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I, I I don't think Nuno has a very sort of. I think he can request what type of player he wants, and he will get some sort of approval in if we want to sign a player. But when it comes to negotiations, he will be a bystander, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I, I think this will be a really big sort of two, three months for Wolves. Next season will be huge because there is a real possibility that we can fall into the drop. Yeah, I know. And I think that's what we're all quite fearful of. I think I've been away for two nights and Blossom is being very, very needy. So apologies, everyone, for my cat. <laughs> No, no, it's good. I mean, to be honest, uh, Amy, Blossom is literally part of the show anyway, isn't she? And everyone, everyone loves Blossom. And, you know, if, if she could talk, she could be a co-presenter as well, couldn't she? But she, she certainly likes to show herself off, um, you know, and everyone loves her in the uh, the thing. And it does lighten the mood as well. <laughs> She's just going to say that. Blossom is so gorgeous. Human emotions, so I feel like she knows everyone's a little bit emotional, so she's just providing that support. But, um, but yeah, but, but what I could, you were making a really good point, Thomas. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I, I think, I, I think the best thing about today was seeing just Nuno happy. I think he was proud of what he's done at the club, and I, I one bit that stood out for me, um, was. 
when Bolly took that uh, long shot. Yeah, and he just did that little... Just, tell just... you what, that was so good. It reminded me of the company goal. Yeah, I said this yes. at the time. Yes. I said this is like when company... Building a statue. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just think um, it's, it's very... There's obviously a lot of apprehension, and I think you've summed it kind of like the apprehension quite well, Thomas, in terms of what's to come. Um, there's also, I think, well, did you remember when we went down to League One, Thomas? I don't know how old you are. I, I, I remember going to matches because I remember like going to Burton Albion and stuff like that. And like, obviously, in it's better in the Premier League. And I feel that if we go down to the Championship, I don't think it's going to be easy to come up. Because if we do go down, it will be because of players. And I think the one thing that Nuno's done at this club, which did sort of damage him, was the short squad. And the, I think the best thing about today was... Uh, Where's Amy gone? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think uh, I think Blossom pressed something <laughs> on the screen and ejected it from the chair. <laughs> Carry on, mate. You've got 30 seconds. Amy, I'm sure we're we'll back with Blossom. The, the best thing about today was seeing Raul on the pitch kicking a ball. Um, that was incredible. And see the fans see him as well. Um, hopefully I can go to more games next season. But man of the match was easily Semedo because he's been wanting that goal all season. And for him to get it was incredible. And, uh, I was pleased for him, to be fair, mate. And she's back now, so I can change the background. I think Blossom pressed the eject button. Um, here she is. Yeah, Blossom's bum got rid of me. That's fine. Uh, but you're back now. <laughs> we thought Blossom had uh, ejected you or something. Uh, Thomas, can I thank you very much for your contribution again? Uh, the, keep tuned with the with the channel during the summer. There's still going to be plenty of uh, lives and things like that, mate. And it's great to have uh, youngsters' points of view as well on the show. So, um you always talk really, really well, and it's great that you can see the bigger picture of it as well. So we'll see you very, very soon, mate. See you soon. Bye. Bye. So that was Thomas, um, and he's back. Just to let you know, we do have uh, Wolfman Dick, Dan from Bangkok, Craig. We have Archie Annan. We've got Statman Speedy, and we've got um, Scott as well. well. We're going to bring on the Statman next. Um See what he has to say. Hello, and you've got another different view today, which is good. And I see that you've uh, you've grown a bit of a beard as well, Statman. I think I forgot to shave. <laughs> You're not shaving until um, Nuno's back. Yeah, how are you both? Yeah, good, thank you. <laughs> how are you both? Yeah, very good. How are you? Good, good. Good. Have you got this? Uh, um... I'm not going to lie. I'm devastated. I'm devastated. Sorry. Awesome. Carry on, Speedy. Keep talking. We're listening. No, sorry. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit devastated because because um, obviously Nuno's left. Um, he was such a great manager for Wolves. Um, and he's, tra he's transformed not just a, a team. Um, he's, tra he's transformed a city. Um because obviously a couple of years ago, um, Wolves were obviously in League One um, and didn't know the direction the club was going. Um, and obviously when Nuno came in, there was belief that the, 
anything could be achieved. Um, and in my opinion, I think they should have given more time um, because the direction they were going in um, was brilliant, in my opinion, with the things that they achieved at the club in a short space of time. It's just remarkable. And I just think it's quite sad um, for the players, obviously for himself, um, but the whole city of Wolverhampton, it's just really sad, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think it's um, it's obviously sad. We obviously don't know the situation. We're obviously everyone's just felt like it's been a bit of a relationship. Um, there's like a little bit of a breakup. Um, that is, um, but yeah. you you know we've just got to be grateful for what's happened almost as well. And hope that I think I saw a comment and I think they said it earlier that you know he's leaving the club in a lot better position than he joined in, which like we're going back to what Paul said at the start, we've just got to be grateful for that. Um because, you know, he's just done so much and I think it's a bit we obviously don't know the situations behind the scene. There's a lot here say we don't know there's always going to be rumor mills, etc. um about what's happened, but we just got to be grateful. And it's happened, the decision's been made. So, you know, as fans, we've just got to kind of look look to the next one now and see see what happens. But it's, I can feel, I understand why you're sad and why everyone's feeling these emotions because obviously you, you, you cling on to the good times, don't you? You always remember the good times fondly. And then that's what's, um, that's what's difficult to take when you, it's change and uncertainty, isn't it? And there's been so much change that everyone's had to deal with over the last year with the pandemic and, you know, life. It's just another thing to add to that as well, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, do you have do you have any do you have any Nuno uh, stats um, for us? Is it stats from the game that you've got or is it um, Nuno I stats? Obviously, I've got. I think it's just the basic stats of what is achieved. Obviously, um, go on then. Let's see. That'd be great to hear. In the championship. Um, obviously, first season he achieved promotion in the championship. Yeah. Um, second season, obviously, it was seventh um, in the Premier League, and obviously Europa League. Um, third season, seventh in the Premier League again, um, qualifying for Europa League, and obviously got to last eight too. Um, fortunately, being knocked out by the eventual winners, um, and I do agree with um, what the fans have been saying. Like years ago, to you won't even even mention about Barcelona or Budapest or um, Espanyol. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 I, I, I just love the saying that he had was "dreaming is for free," um, and it's such a positive saying that I think. There's so many memories we'll remember from Nuno, and I think that's definitely going to be up there, which is dreaming is for free. Um, and he's such a well, great he, he guy. Did make, he, making, did, um, he did, he did make it free, that's for sure. Um, and I think it's up to all of us now to carry on that dream, to build, hopefully, on his on what is his legacy. He's put the club yeah. in a great foundation and the the man new the new man that comes in, you know, he's got that that and hope Fosen back him and build on the foundations that Nuno's got us to. 
to stand on the shoulder and that's going to be the yeah the key test and hope that happens because if that happens then great and i think there's a few people saying that it's not the last that we'll see of of Nuno, it wouldn't surprise me if he if he rocks up at some point to watch a game, or you know, or he, I mean, he might come back with another club at some point. But if he does, I guarantee you that the whole stadium will be singing Nuno as a dream, and they will give him a great reception. And you can never say never. One day, he knows he might come back as manager again. You just don't know, do you? Because like that's life. He'll go on and uh, have a break now. And uh, we wish him all the best, don't we, Speedy? De- uh, I definitely agree. Um, I just think he's a great man and uh, a great model, a great role model, sorry, not a great model, a great role model um, for people who are just getting used to football, I'd say, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, do you want to get into the stats? Sorry, you've got a busy, uh, busy schedule of the show. Um so, thanks for letting me on the show. Obviously, it was Manchester United 2, Wolverhampton Wanderers 1. Um, shots, 14 for Wolves, 9 for Manchester United. On target for Wolves was 4 to Manchester United. Oh, uh, both teams had 4 shots on target. Um, possession, Wolves had 57% to Manchester United's 43. Passes, um, 560 to, Wolverham- to Wolves, um, to Manchester United, 436. Passing accuracy, 88% to Wolves, to Manchester United's 86%. For, um, fouls, 14 fouls um, for Wolves and three fouls for Manchester United. Yellow cards, four for Wolves, one for Manchester United. Um, no one got sent off, which is great. Offsides, one each. Um, corners, six for Wolves, two for Manchester United. And there's the stats. Fantastic. Uh, Speedy, thanks for joining us again tonight. And uh, you've been a regular feature uh, on a lot of the after-show games. So hopefully we can continue that into uh, to next season. And looks like you're going to be coming back with a new no-length beard for next season. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I like it, so I probably will keep it. But uh, I do appreciate you letting me on, um, as it's helped me and my mum through these hard times. Um, and you're brilliant people. And well done for your channel, Dave and Amy. It's thank all you. Dave's. <laughs> thank you so much, mate. You, you two guys and all the people in the chat and uh, Amy, as, as I say, and people like Manny and all the Paul and everyone, you know, that comes on the channel that makes it what it is. And you're included in that, mate. So thank you. Thank you very much. I do appreciate that. You take care. All right, mate. Take care, buddy. So that's, um, that's that, man. And next up... Tuber man. Oh, he's doing the ghost man look. Oh, he's very ghost-like as well. well are you oh, trying that's... to take ghost man's spot? Because he won't be very happy, mate. I can't, can't believe see. that. That's really dark, isn't it? Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Oh, yeah, cool. You've got the lights behind you. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It I seems to be a there. trend on this channel at the moment. It's like getting into fashion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. What a, what a week. What a man of a week. So I'm I'm sort of cross between sad and and really 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 cross. You know what I mean? I'm uh, sad because uh, certainly uh, the um, absolute best man- manager that I've seen in in my sort of 59 years has has been uh, you know ousted. Um, 
which you know makes me realise that that Fosun are not the warm um, uh, sort of family um, aim, aim club uh, owners that, that we had thought they were uh, absolutely really really sharp and 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 very very ruthless in you know my view. Um, Nuno's record is just absolutely stunning apart from the the last four four and a half months um we've had a great great four uh, year, years with him um and the football this year has not been great has it it's been really poor but there's been you know reasons why so so for the owners to, to like go to the guy that's totally and utterly brought our club from nothing to a top club again and say on his first, you know, bad run, off you go, guy. I, 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 I just cannot get my head round that. And the rumours are that, that there's not that much cash to spend. Well, then a new guy's going to come in. He's, he's got to work with the same squad then. Uh, he's got to bring a whole uh, group of, like, backroom staff in. It, it, it just makes no sense to me whatsoever, none at all. Um, but they they own the club, and I don't. Uh, that's the uh, the thing. But I'm I'm absolutely gutted. He, he he was a top top man, wasn't he? Absolutely top top man. Um, and the players th 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 this year are our main guys. Uh, there's there's been far too many of them being off the you know uh, off their norm, normal levels if you like. Um, Morgan Gibbs White today showed me something that, that I've been crying for all uh, year. You know that 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 waspy movement in and out across in and out quick quick balls around that last last third of the pitch. And we don't score because we're far too uh, slow with, with that last ball. We've, 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 we've really slowed things down. And I can't understand why because we had three and a half years of lightning quick play. Why sort of overnight almost did we, did we start to play it slow? Um, Man United had a load of luck again, but uh, there you go. But I, I'm... Absolutely gutted, guys. Uh, he, he he was a great, great guy. You could see at the end that, that he was really, really loved by, you know, everybody, um, fans and the players. And that really, really concerns me for the next guy that's uh, going to come, come, come in. Um, well, what I'll say, uh, Craig, is that we've just, whoever it is, We've got to get behind him. You've got to give him a chance. It's difficult. When Alex Ferguson left United, you know, he was a big character and it took them a while. When Arsene Wenger left Arsenal, Pochettino leaving Spurs, who who were very loved by the fans, it's difficult for boots for the, the person following uh, to think, you know, you know, there's this tweet that I think Spears has put out today. They have spoken to this... Uh, Lager guy, um, and but there's also at the same time in the last 24 hours that he's, he's reported on his tweet. Uh, Tim Spears, obviously, the reporter for the athletic now, nowadays, that there's some big names that have come forward in the last 24 hours when the positions come up. So I don't know what that means, 
But it, we'll have to wait and see. Whoever it is, uh, I mean, you know, Walter Vett and Zenga came in and he was a bit of a mad, crazy, but he was quite liked. Um, Lambert come in to steady the ship. And before that, we had uh, obviously Kenny Jacket, who was well respected. And he wasn't, at the time when they got rid of him, people were saying he hasn't had the opportunity to take the team forward. They changed because of coming. You've got to hopefully trust him, trust him. They know what they're doing. I mean, I, I'm the same as most people is that I worry if he does go peak tongue, it, a lot of people could turn on the owners. And you have to back Fosun because. They have done what they said they're going to do. They've got us into the Premier League. But the next, this summer was a big summer anyway, um, mm. wasn't it, Amy? And now... We with... just got a whole lot bigger. <laughs> oh, we did. I mean, that's the, that's the key. Yeah, I think with that, I mean, the just kind of saying back is that like, obviously Leicester, when Leicester won the league, and then um, Claudio... Um, What's his like? Claudio, I can't remember his quite. I can never pronounce his last name. He got. He obviously got sacked. Um, a year later, he was obviously held very highly by the fans. I know he was a bit towards more of his end of his career, managerial career. He's had success previously at other clubs, but I think they obviously Leicester fans. I would have sure felt very similar to how Wolves fans are feeling now. Um, and they've obviously gone on to do some quite fantastic things. It took a bit of time. So I think that patience is going to be quite critical. And we all know that um, Wolves fans don't have a lot of patience, especially now. Do you know yeah. what, Amy? I think you make a really good point there right about Ranieri. Um, yeah. And obviously when he, when he went. And that's a really good point because he was absolutely probably on the same level for what he did with Leicester and stuff like that. And, you know... Managers come and go. The one thing for Nuno, his place in in Wolves history is is guaranteed, and he's going to be revered and it, you know, and respected for what he's done. That's never going to go away. So you make a really really good point, Craig. Just to finish off on, can you just give us your final thoughts on the season, on everything, and what you and and how you uh, your hope for the future going yeah, forward? Yeah, absolutely. Um, injury wise. I think that we've done really, really well. Um, it's, it's been awful to watch. Uh, we haven't looked like we're gonna gonna score one. Never mind two or or or, or three. But uh, you know, there you go. Um, they've they've done really, really well uh, playing playing very, very uh, poor, 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 poorly. Um, if they get the right guy in. It could then push push so up to the next you know level. So so let's uh, let's keep everything crossed. Um, I, I I certainly think we've we've got most of the squad to to, to be able to move up to the next level. But I, I've got I've got no idea what why things drop so far. You know, it just it just just doesn't make any sense to me at all. But um, you know what, you see this here. It's been there for fifty nine years, and it and it will be there till till the day I die. Same for you all. So you know, some some come, some go, but we are always here. So up the wolves. Fans will, the fans will always be there, no matter what. There's a banner 
on the, uh, the on the north bank, uh, and it says, "What does it say?" This it says, is our love, and it knows no division. That's it. This is our love, and it knows no division. And it doesn't matter. We'll always love and support the club. And uh, but I do, I do want us to stay in the Premier League and uh, and move forward. And let's hope yeah. that. Craig, thanks for your contributions. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, I Playing on the tuba after yeah. the hour <laughs> as well. Yeah, thanks, guys. And you take care. See ya. See ya. Cheers, See ya. God bless you. So that's Craig, and we've got. Um, We've got some great guests. We've got Scott, we've got Dan, and we've got Wolfman Jeff, which I can't wait to get on because he's wearing an international fan T-shirt. But we're going to bring on a first-time caller. It's Dan from Bangkok. Hello. Hello, Dan. I know you Hi. are about coming on. And he's trying to do a ghost man impression as well with the lights as well. <laughs> it's a bit but late here now. You're actually in Bangkok, is that correct? Yes, I'm in Bangkok at the moment. Are you from ba Are you from Bangkok? Yes, my mom is Thai and my dad is from Wolverhampton. Oh, amazing! Oh yeah. Oh. So I've been living here for my whole, like my whole life. <laughs> oh my god, you've got a bit of a Wolverhampton accent though, as well. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I went to Wolverhampton two years ago for like a few months, so it's good. But I hope to be back there soon. Yeah, well, we hopefully we can have you back soon when all this COVID mm -hmm. malarkey. Um, yeah. dies down a little, so fingers crossed. But thank you for joining us because it must be it's about 5 a.m. Yeah, no, it's it's 4.15 at the moment. Oh, my 4, God. 4.15 a.m. in the morning. Yep. And I bet it's still warm in the near. Oh, yeah, it's, it's warm every day. It's like 36 degrees today. Oh, my God. That's where it's all horrible that's horrible here. At the moment. It's May and it's meant to be lovely and it was like chucking it down all day today, so... We yeah. need a bit of that heat, although Bangkok is very, very humid. I have been a few times, so... Have you been to Bangkok? Yeah. Oh, I love that place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see all the multicoloured cars and everything wandering around. Yeah. And, and the traffic. And the traffic. And the traffic. <laughs> Massive Big traffic, islands. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The new, did you, have you been at the new palace and the old palace, Amy? I can't remember where I went, to be honest. There was a lot of, a lot of different temples involved in the trip, but... Um, no, it was. It's a fantastic city. The people are all the Thai people are fantastic. So it's great to have you on. Well, Thailand's yeah. a big Leicester. Leicester, um, le a lot of people. The owners, yeah. Leicester, don't they? In Thailand. Yeah, Just yeah, with their owners of Thai, aren't they? <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So how are you? So, yeah, I've... Well, so welcome to the the show. Um. How are you feeling today? Um, have you felt of the season? A bit, a bit of a mixed emotion, really, today. Like yeah. one bit, I'm a bit sad that Nuno leave. I've got to have leave. But the other bit, I feel happy for him to leave in this kind of way. Yeah. Because you can I see think the fans. It and very the... nicely. Oh, yeah. You can hear the fans on TV chanting his name. Nuno had a dream. And it was nice to see. But at the same time, very sad to see him leave. And so, how know. did you feel? How did you feel? Because would have you been asleep when the news broke on Friday? Did you? Was it Saturday morning that you heard it, or did you get yeah, it's, the news? It's about on... in the morning. And how it's how did about... you feel? How did you feel reading the news? I was surprised because I was speaking to my dad before I heard the news that 
hope next season we buy some decent players in to make the team be a bit more decent and probably sell some players that we don't really want to use, make a rebuild with the players. But out of nowhere, just came on the news. So I'm like, what? Mm. Confused. I think confusion is... Yeah, well, I'm a bit confused well. now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So what what just, would you what would you like to see happen now? Is there anyone in mind that you would like to see take the job? If it's like Premier League experience, I'd love to go for Rafa Benitez, but uh, I don't think he's gonna come here. There's a lot of people that have but, that have mentioned Rafa Benitez, but there's a lot of people that have said that Nuno's Nuno's tactics is quite defensive yeah. and isn't Rafa Benitez's tactics quite defensive as well? Sometimes, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. But I don't mind seeing the new guy, Bruno Locke, whatever his name is, to have a shot at it. So well, we don't we don't know that it's gonna be him. He is the yeah, favourite. Yeah. Favourite, yeah, yeah. You just you just don't know. I would expect that there'll be an announcement sooner rather than later, because let's face it, Dan, you know, Nuno's going to be leaving. The whole of his backroom team is probably going to be leaving as well, from what I understand. Yeah, they're all going, aren't they? Yeah, although I think some of them wanted to stay. Um, But I think the new guy will obviously bring in, you know, most likely a team. But we don't really know who that is. But you've got to get him in sooner rather than later, because you've got to start the balls in process for for next season and his ideas and stuff. So... You know, we'll, we'll wait and see. But this season, I just feel like I'm starting to get a bit of disconnection with the Frozen now. Like before, when he mm-hmm. came in as the owner, we all loved him. Like, he was really connected to the fans. But this season, just like the new no news and stuff like that, just came out of nowhere. Like, he hasn't been really that connected to the fans anymore this season. Yeah. And, I'm really, and I don't know what the future's going to be like now. Is it going to be success? Is it going to work or it's going to be a failure? Mm, I think that's what everyone's... That's what's um, causing kind of everyone's apprehension, isn't it? That's what everyone's scared of. It's it's the unknown, though, isn't it? Because it could go one way or the other. It could... Well, three ways. They could kind of stay as they are, just a bit mid-table, Premier League team. They could go and do better things. Or they could get relegated. (laughs) Oh, I hope not. <laughs> but the worrying thing for me is the players. I think the players, mm-hmm. um, a decent amount, will probably leave in the summer or in the next few seasons. Like Neves and Raul Jimenez. Like, I think Raul will be here next season, mainly because no, but... he's out for so long, no one's going to take a chance on mm-hmm. signing I him. Think... And... Yeah. Himself. I think the thing with Raul as well is that he's he is thirty now, which means he's and he's always said that he wants to go back and play in Mexico as kind of finish his career off. So I can mm. probably see him doing next season at yeah, Wolves well, and then going back to Mexico. Oh, yeah. To be honest with you, um, I don't think he'll I don't think he'll go to another Premier League team Premier League now yeah, after yeah. everything that's happened. And he's obviously got the like Matt Perry, the Wolves doctor, he's obviously got a very good relationship. Mm-hmm. Matt Perry won't go anywhere. He's been at the club for donkey years. So I think there's... Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Raul, but I think some of the other players, I think we could see Neves go. I think Adama could go. Yeah, um, I think Saez. Neto as well. Neto won't go. He's, not, he's out until he October. Go. No one's going to buy Neto. Oh, yeah, he's injured. Yeah, he's injured. 
Yeah, so he won't go. Johnny Otto will be there if I hope he comes back. I think Bolly will be uh, still be there. Matinho probably will be, but how much of a season can he do? Neves is the one for me. Traore, question yeah. mark. Um, he, he just got an injury as well, has he? A Dartmouth. Yeah, it's um, only he's got, I think he's all right. Hamstring, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is about it just sums up our season though today. Like I knew he went off having a bit of a knock. Adama went off in the first half, and he was kind of but, effective in the match at the start a bit. It, it was like a microcosm of our season. But the one thing I do want to pick up on the point that you've made, Dan, which I think you've made a very good point, is the feeling that is growing of this growing disconnect between yeah. the fans and, and the Boson. And I think you've hit on a really good point there because when we had um, Laurie Dalrymple uh, that yeah. was there and um, the sporting director, I can't think of, Kevin Thelwell and mm -hmm. Jeff, there was a lot of communication between the club uh, upper management aside from Nuno. And now... There just seem to be this growing disconnect where the fans aren't hearing from the chairman. I know there's this question, ask Jeff thing, but that's the thing that's got to be bridged. They, uh, as well as bringing things, they need to need like a sporting director or someone coming in yeah, yeah, yeah. to bridge that gap between the management, the, the coaching staff, and like a Laurie Delrymple type character. I think you've hit on a good point. I think we, I will expect that we will hear from Jeff Shee mm -hmm. in the next. I think we've got to hear from Nef Jeff Shee in the next uh, two or three weeks. So we'll wait and see what happens. When, when, he, when he arrived as the owner, I, when the first I saw him, I think like he might be a bit of a Leicester owner, like interacting with the fans and all that. Like the FA Cup final recently, like the owner just went down there and just celebrated the fans. Just like it's very nice to see an owner like that. And I think, I don't know, I don't know about Fosin at the moment. It's a bit of a risk. Next season. I just want to pull up on a point on Neil Lewis saying stop blaming folks and they might decide to go. Nuno decided to go as far as we know. Well, actually, Neil, the facts of the matter is it's been widely reported that Fosen uh, was de decided that Nuno was going to go. It wasn't Nuno's decision, although they've said it's um, a mutual thing. And no one's blaming Fosen or getting onto Fosen. I'm fully behind Fosen as, as, as owners. They've done great for us. But oh, there yeah, is definitely. questions to be asked on how and why and who, what's happened because we don't know. And if you don't talk to your fans and you don't communicate, people, there's, yeah. a, there's a chasm and a gap there that people are going to fill with all sorts of not knowing. They just need to be open and honest a bit more about what's happening. And hopefully, as I say, we'll hear from Jeff Shea a little bit more. Dan, thank you so much for coming on the show oh, tonight. I'm sorry to be a bit that. nervous. <laughs> You're great. But I was a bit lucky to see Nuno when he was a Wolf manager two years ago. I went oh, back good. before the Wembley FA Cup semi-final and I managed to go there and watch it at Wembley. Amazing. What so a day like that was. Experience. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, mate. Thanks, Dan. And thanks for uh, no joining problem. the membership as well, buddy. Cheers, buddy. No, hope to see you again soon, and I'll be a bit more cleaner and smoother. You will do. Plenty of live shows coming down the line. Okay, cheers. Take care, mate. Bye. Bye. Good night. Good night. So we've got two more guests to finish off the show. We're going to leave the, 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 the legend that is the Wolf Mantle last 
Hopefully he's got sound. And Scott, because I don't want to put him on last again, um, although, you know, he's waited patiently. We've got Scott. Hello, Scott. How you doing, mate? Hi, Scott. I'm, I'm good, guys. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Good, good. Um, I just want to say Dan did a really good job because he did say in the chat he was nervous. So, yeah, he did a really good job. He did. Yeah, so, yeah. like quarter past four in the morning. Fair play. That's, that's commitment to the, the badge, that is. That is. Good lad. <laughs> no, um, yeah, it's a sad day, isn't it? Um, not one that I thought I'd see this season, to be honest. Um, but, like, carrying on from the conversation you had with Dan, when it comes to the, like, food, the, the foods inside of things, I think it's one of them that, yeah, there is a disconnection between Fuzan and the fans this season, but that ain't... You could probably blame Fuzan a little, but you've got to take into consideration what's been happening this season. It's um, a new environment for them, new, you know, just as it is for us with the pandemic and stuff. And um, obviously everybody suffered, not just the team, but the fans, Jeff himself. So I think what it is, Jeff probably thought, yeah, we've got injuries, we've got... You know, all these circumstances, but we just wasn't competing and maybe it was time for a change. I don't agree with it. I think the change should have happened next season if Nuno had failed next season. Um, but I can understand why he's done it. And I don't think it was, as much as it has been reported, it was a sacking. I do think it was more a conversation where probably they've sat down and said, look, we're thinking about going a different direction. And because of everything that's happened with Nuno, I think that's why Nuno's agreed to it. And decided to go as well. Who comes in now has got to be somebody who can fill those shoes, pick up from where Nuno left left us and um, take us further. If we go with this Bruno guy, it's a step back in my opinion because I don't rate him at all. Um, we why need don't somebody... you rate him? Yeah, okay. But why don't you rate him, Scott? I mean, that's a statement, but give us some reasoning behind that. Okay. So the reason why I don't rate him is he the biggest significant managerial position he had was with Benfica and he didn't do nothing with Benfica. And he got sacked, I believe, at near the end of last season, if I remember correctly, but I'm not sure. Um, but other than that, he's been the assistant manager at Sheffield Wednesday. He's been the assistant manager at Swansea City. This is a guy who you're bringing in to take over Nuno, who took a team from the championship all the way to the quarterfinals of the Europa League. This guy has got no has got no experience in that sense. Like, if we were in the championship right now, then, yeah, okay, let's go with this Bruno guy and see where he could take us. But because we want to be fighting for a top-half finish and fighting for that Europa League places again, this ain't the guy to do it, in my opinion. You need a guy that's got the experience of the Premier League, for a start. You need a guy who's been fighting when he's been in charge of a team in the Premier League, he's been competing for these European places. And I just don't see I just don't see it being him. And apparently he, start, he won the league with Benfica. Apparently we've been sold here. Yeah, well I I don't think Isn't he that did. A little bit like winning the league in Scotland though. Yeah, I don't think he did, if I if I remember correctly. I think he did win a league with a lowest Portuguese size, but he never won league with Benfica, to my knowledge. But if he did, he did. But then you're comparing the Portuguese league to the Premier League. Premier League is a higher calibre of football than Portuguese football. If anybody's ever watched Portuguese football on free sports 
or Premier Sports, you'll you can see the difference. It's Championship at best. It's not high quality football. There's about what two, three teams that stand out from above the rest. The others are no, are no good. And you want to bring this guy into the Premier League? For me, it's it's a bad decision. You need somebody who's got Premier League experience, somebody who's been fighting around those European places before, who could compete. And for me, like Dan just said, I think it's Rafa Benitez. Because Rafa Benitez, if you look at what he's done, um, he did a good job with Liverpool, kept kept them up at the top end. Yeah, okay, he didn't win the league, but he won the Champions League with them. Um, you look at what he did with Chelsea. And then you look at what he did with Newcastle, because Newcastle's the one you look at. Because out of all the teams that he's managed, Newcastle doesn't stand out. And you look at what he did. He was fighting against a chairman that couldn't really give a damn about the club. We've got a chairman that I do think gives a damn about this club and will give Rafa Benitez all the power that he needs in order to take this team to where it needs to get to for the next stage of our chapter, if you know what I mean. But personally, I think that the manager that we're going to get is the Roma manager, the one Jose is replacing. That's who I think we're going to What's have. What's his name, Scott? Oh, oh, now you put me on spot now. Is it? I can't remember his name. Huh? Finesta or Penesta or something. I think it begins with L. Somebody in the chat might be able to tell me who the Roman manager is. But yeah, I heard a, ru- I heard a rumor today that apparently with Jose going out, uh, I mean, going into Roma and this guy leaving, um, there's a rumor that apparently he's been put on the shortlist for the Wolves job because the original Who's choice was. put on the shortlist for the Wolves job? The, the former Roma manager. Right. So the reason being is if you look at Bruno, he was the number one target for Wolves apparently according to that Romando on Twitter who's really good with uh, the information that he provides but apparently there's an issue with a work permit or something like that and that's the reason why Wolves have looked elsewhere well, there, and- is, there is different there is different rules because of Brexit now work permits are slightly different uh, you have to have yeah. points and things like that to come in so it does make it more difficult and the person that you were thinking of uh is Paolo Fonseca. That's it, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know much about him because I don't watch the Italian league, but Roma is a well-known Italian team. They're always up at the top end of there, so I'd rather take somebody like that because he's been with Roma, I think, for a long time as well. So I'd rather take him than somebody from the Portuguese league into the Premier League and see how we do from there. But again, I do think the, the perfect choice is Rafa Benitez, in my opinion. Yeah, I, um, think we do, I think we do have to remember that no one knew who Nuno was when Nuno came. True. But that's the thing again. That's the thing again, though, with Nuno. Nobody knew who he was, and that's why he was perfect for a championship team. We're not a championship team now. We're a Premier League team that got European football that should be fighting for European football um, places. And in order to do that, we need somebody who knows that. And that way, you get to keep the players that we have. So if you want to keep the likes of Raul, Neves, Patricio, you need to bring a manager in that's going to fight for European football because it will attract better players as well if you secure the European football and it will help you kick on more. If we bring in a... manager that has only got Portuguese football as his background and a bit of championship football from a system point of view into the Premier League I just I don't know I just I don't think I could, like obviously if he if he comes in and he, he's a Wolves manager then we'll get behind him but personally I think it would be a step back from Nuno because 
Nuno, there's big shoes to fill, and Bruno's not going to fill them, in my opinion. Well, I think you're making some really good points. Do you know what, uh, Scott? I'll put you on the spot. I asked you to back it up and fair play. And this is what I say when people have got opinions and thoughts and stuff like that. Have your opinions, completely respect, and then come on and give a good argument and back it up. And, Scott, you've done exactly that, which is fair play. Yeah, because for, for me, like, I am one of Nuno's biggest supporters and I am really upset that he's gone. Personally, I don't think it was the right decision. I would have gave him next season. But what I've got to think on now is the club that I support and what do we do next? You go with Bruno as a step back. You need a play- You need somebody who's going to get you fighting for European places. And you need somebody, if you're going to get bring in a foreign manager who has no experience of the Premier League, then you bring somebody in from a high-caliber league, which is either Italy or Spain. You don't bring them in from Portugal because, for me, Portugal's not a high-caliber league. Um, if it was a Porto manager, then I might consider it. But it's not the Porto manager. You're looking at the Benfica manager. I just, I don't see, personally, I just don't see him doing anything for us. Plus, you've got to also consider as well, like I, like I said earlier, if you want to keep players like we've got and attract better players of a high quality that's going to fight for European places, then you need a big name to be the manager. Because when you say Rafa Benitez, everybody's going to look at him and go, well, okay. He's won the Champions League. I wouldn't mind working with him. Why not? And Fusen's got the money then to bring that type of player in. When you say Bruno, Largi, or whatever his name is, does that really stand out? Like, nobody knew who he is? And that's nobody a- really knew who knew. There was when he first came in, though. But again, but, like, I take the point, he was coming into a championship side at the time. Exactly. And with championship, you probably gamble more because for there, you look at what we were doing before Nuno came in. We weren't really fighting for a top half finish. We were just trying to find some consistency and then push on from there. But Nuno took it one step further and took the championship by by storm. But we're in a different chapter of that story now. And we don't need that type of manager coming in. We need a manager with experience of European football. Well, fantastic. And... um... Amy, I mean, what are your thoughts on what Scott said about that? I think um, for me, I haven't had the time or chance to read up on any of these managers that I've had there. Well, I obviously know who Rafa Benita is, but I haven't really had the time to read up on these managers. But um, I'm sure it'll all come clear at the end of the day. And I think it's it's just what what's the right answer at the moment none of us know and we just hope that Boson know what the answer is and they get it right and I think everyone's fear and apprehension is we don't want to go backwards um and I think that's what we're all kind of is the difficult when you say you become a bit angry about the situation it's that's what the fear is almost at the moment isn't it it's the fear of the unknown fear of we can't all really, majority of fans can't really understand why he's gone almost. And I think that's probably what is the emotional side of it is what's making it that difficult. But I think you make what, some very good points. And what scares me, what scares me more is you look at the way fa- the fan base treated Nuno before he went. Not all of the fan base, it's a small percentage 10%, let's say 10%. 10% treated him before he left. And then all these all these 10% come out then saying, oh, thank you, Nuno, for all the great times, blah, blah, blah. Now, you bring in a new manager. 
that new manager is not going to get instant success, not in the Premier League. They may get a good finish in their first season and maybe a good cup run, but they're not going to get instant success of what these 10% of fans want to see. These 10% of fans think that we should be fighting for top six now with Nuno, but they didn't take into consideration all the injuries. They didn't take into consideration everything that's gone on this season and what happened before the start of this season. And that's why they got on Nuno's back. So you bring in a new manager. What scares me is, is this 10% going to turn on that new manager before he could even implement anything that he does? This is, and what... this is, this is my exact point. They've got, you know, you've got, I'm, I'm, I wanted Nuno to stay. Amy did. I think you did. I yeah. think probably 80%, well, I'd say 70% of the fan base at least. did. I did a poll on Always Wolves asking, is it the right decision? 55% people said no. There was about 25% on the on the fence. There's about 22% that said yes. So that sort of tells you you're talking about that 10 to 20%. And the worry is, like I said, that they won't give the new guy a chance. They'll want instant success. And maybe it will happen. Scott, comes, we're out of time, but we just you make your final points because I've got Jeff waiting. What I was going to, all I was going to say was it comes back to that thing. We've been spoiled by what Nunoz gave us in these four years. And that 10% think, then why can't we be spoiled a bit more? At the same time, you've got to understand what Nuno has said from the beginning. This is a championship team. It's a project. We're building. We're building to get to where we want to be. The majority of Wolves fans are with him and have got the patience and the understanding to understand why this season's been poor. Let's just forget about it. Move on to next season and kick on. But because of that 10%, I'm not saying they're the reason why Nuno, Fusen's been pressured into sacking Nuno. But I do think that 10% can be the downfall of Wolves. But if we're back in the sta stadium, then that 10% will be quiet. Because at the minute, while we're not in the stands, that 12th man's on... Social yeah. media too. Yeah. That 12th man's the online. And you've seen it yourself, Dave. The, it's just full of hate. And half the might behind profile pictures that are not even them. Do you know what I mean? It's one of them that the 12th man's have been online this season. Let's get back in the stadium, be the 12th man in the stadium and you won't see any of this ne negativity or maybe not as much but hopefully the yeah. rules will change and twitter and uh, i'll start to do things to stop this sort of uh behavior from a, man a, a small minority let's say it's a vocal small minority and there's a group or a little gang that all back each other up and ganging and bully and that's they have their fun doing that and that's i find that really sad but there you go Scott, it is sad it's sad Thank you. I know you've had it as well, mate, and uh, and I think that's why Amy keeps off Twitter because she knows it can be quite toxic at times. Yeah, you know. d keep off Twitter, Amy. It's a dangerous world. I am. I'm just my cat's just like, oh god. <laughs> we do love Blossom. Anyway, I'm going to shoot. Thank you much Jeff and, uh, for coming on and waiting so patiently. I appreciate no, all no you a great argument that you gave there, mate. Right. On. Well, all the best, and um, I will stay to watch Jeff now. Yeah, Jeff's going to be great. He's on now. Bye. Oh, God. Okay. So, thank you so much. I, I, mate, we had to have you, the legend that is. And you've got your International Wolves fan T-shirt on, wearing it proudly, bought off the store, off Aww. my channel, all the way over in Alabama. Yep, yep. I tell you what, well, I know how to pander to the host. This is how you get on. 
and you get that Lindsey Buckingham spot at the very end of what's up with that. Ooh, wee, what's up with that? Oh, Dave, Amy, this is it. End of an era. It's bittersweet. It's, it is bittersweet. It is I, bittersweet, Jeff. I don't think we spoke, was it you on last week, weren't you, after the Spurs game? And I don't think we could have predicted this a week on. Yeah. Well, I think um, we talked about we just can't wait for the season to end. But if we knew then that the end of the season was going to mean, you know, Nuno, Nuno was gone, I don't think we would have been quite so eager. It's a good, no good, rotten year this year was horrendous for us and i know a lot of wolves fans have been following the club for decades and have been through even worse years than this and i you and i dave have talked about i think that um i, I think i refer to it as the wolverhampton ptsd because you guys have gone through serious trauma so when something comes it's so easy to give in to lose hope and lose into despair it's it's different. It's not what we want. It's going to be rough, but this is not going to, this doesn't mean it's going to be like when Mick McCarthy was sacked. It doesn't, you know, mean that we're going to drop back down to, to, to league one. It's, um, it's, it's scary, but we've also are at heights. We've not been at for 40 years. So yeah. um, that's, so that just hold on to that. One of the, Things that I really thankful for Nuno and being a, a fan from away, it's impacted us here in Alabama and certainly, certainly has hit you guys in Wolverhampton and throughout the UK is the power of belief. Dreaming is for free. And I think that may be the single most important thing he's imparted, not just to Wolverhampton, but maybe the whole league. Uh, I talked to, to supporters for other clubs that are not in the so-called big six, and they talk about what they see from Wolverhampton. And also, the, they also talk about Leicester in the same breath, that it gives them hope that it's not set in stone. Because a lot of times when, you, when you're watching, and if you're not uh, a Man United or if you're not Arsenal or Man City, it feels like, you know, it's, it's already – chosen who's going to be going on and we help buck that trend and uh, thankfully uh lester is continuing to buck that trend and it looks like west ham is going to europe this year so good, like on good on them for them they could they could export all their bubbles that drive us crazy so maybe they could take down sevilla when we couldn't <laughs> uh but it's um yeah it was the timing was a little rough but looking back at it, at least the fans knew for the last match that this was the last game. Because if it was announced this afternoon after fans were there, and then he wouldn't have the chance to say goodbye. And if yeah. it happened any match earlier than this, I think it really would have impacted our matches more. It's, I don't want it. I never wanted this. I don't think, I think only a handful of Wolves fans did. Uh, but, you know, we're not kidding ourselves into knowing that there's issues. We seem like we were ghosts for a while. Uh, reading what I am reading, it looks like some things were already going south much earlier. And, um, and it may have just been that once that doubt set in, in uh, after uh, the West Brom match and when they had that very uncomfortable conversation, once you have that conversation, you begin to doubt each other. 
So I, and, and again, I don't know quite what happened beyond that. And we're speculating uh, beyond repair with that. But, uh, but I do know in those kinds of situations, when you're thinking that the manager doesn't know if he wants to stay or if the club doesn't know if the manager is going to stay, once that's in your head, that's kind of hard to get out. And this is such a messed up year. I know we talked about uh, how amazing – I know uh, watching the match today, how much better it was watching fans in the stand. So maybe mood would be different with Jeff Shee and Fosun if you'd been in the stands and seeing that Jeff is there. You know, Jeff's been to more matches than we have, and but it's that adds to the distance. And, you know, I think that's, that doesn't help is uh and i think obviously i think it's had an impact on the players and nuno fed off the energy of the fans so much so it, but yeah. it's but it's done it's done and that's the bad thing you know we could you know hash out what happened and you know we're gonna move on and uh but we're gonna stay positive we are wolves the strength of the wolf is the pack the strength strength of the pack is the wolf absolutely Absolutely. I think you summed it up very well. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to follow that. I think you summed it, summed it up very well there, Jeff. Across the pond. Drop the mic. <laughs> Drop the mic. I think you yeah. absolutely really, yeah, really well, Jeff. I mean, I think that's why it's great to have you on because you do articulate uh, feelings and emotions in a in a way that is put across that everyone can sort of relate to. I mean, like, here you go, for example, Daryl plays spot on. Graham reckons Jeff for manager. <laughs> you don't want me. Um, Wolfman, um, legend. Being <laughs> as you obviously are uh, very much an international fan, would you say in Nuno's era you feel more connected to the club being obviously than you have with previous managers? Yeah, well, I mean, my history doesn't go back as far as others. So, you know, obviously being back in the Premier League does give more connection, but there was something, I mean, I liked Kenny Jacket a lot and I was hoping he was going to stay initially. Uh, yeah. I thought that Lambert did a yeoman's job and, you know, maybe he should have had the chance back at it, but there was nothing like Nuno. And it was, it was from the get go. You could tell that was a special spark. And we had the hope that was going to happen with Zenga in <laughs> It's. I think the Zynga thing is actually just a bad fit. I don't think he's a bad manager, and it 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 clearly didn't work. But the good thing is, Fosen realized that and they made the change. So yeah. if we get someone who we see on the list that we're not excited about, and we find out it's another Zynga, we know that Fosen is going to pull the switch, and we know that Blossom is in full bloom right now. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, come on, Blossom. <laughs> she really wants some push and affection. Because <laughs> I've been away all weekend, so she's just yes. been very needy. <laughs> you need to take care. Oh, and yeah, I was excited to follow the chairman of Bushberry Hill FC. So now that we can't, uh, we don't have any uh, Premier League. Hopefully, I'm not sure if they're still playing. But, no, uh, they're just in. Uh, that's they're just doing their preseason. Just stuff. doing their. It runs yeah. the same time. So go see Scott, and if you like Scott, cheer him on. And if you don't like Scott, boo him 
and he'll he'll appreciate it either way. <laughs> right. So, what? Um, just to finish off, Jeff, any kind of closing thoughts on the season, the game today? I, I got a myriad, and I know I think we've talked about this so much this past year. I don't know if there's a good cap with it. Yeah, there's a lot of if things have been different, if we didn't have, I mean, obviously the injuries, but also COVID added to it, I think are the two and no fans there, which is a result. It's just a, it was just a bad mix. I'm hopeful that uh, Roe will make a full recovery. Um, but you know what? I am a lot more positive about Fabio Silva than I was a few months ago. And I'm a lot more positive about Morgan Gibbs White now than I was a little while ago and about Ryan ain't Nuri than I was a little while ago. We didn't get the wins we wanted, but we forced some of these people, some of these players that we knew needed to get the experience. Well, they were thrown right in the fire. So, uh, and I think that might make us better. I think that sums it up really nicely. Jeff, thank you so much for coming on as the, uh, the final guest of what's been an epic show as of what's been an epic season for so many reasons of what's been, an emotional day for Wolves fans, summing it up. I mean, you know, everyone's been talking about Nuno, whether you agree with the decision or you don't agree with the decision, everyone can respect Nuno for what he's achieved. Yes, yes. He is loved. We love him. We'll still sing songs about him. And uh, I, in wherever he, he coaches, unless it's West Brom, he will have a <laughs> special place in our heart. You know, just saying, I think, Big Sam's available. So, no, I'm just kidding. No. Don't do oh, no, 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, so, he went there to do a job, Agent Sam, and he's done it and walked away. That is right. Wolves, uh, I Love Wolves t-shirt as he's walking out. <laughs> the but uh, I wouldn't want him at Wolves. I think there might have been a time in the past where maybe, yep. but, uh, but not now. But whoever the new manager is, guys and girls, we've got to support him as much as like we wish Nuno was still given the chance, the decision's been made, the plug, as you say, Jeff, has been pulled. Today's about Nuno, and so is the last four years, but the fans will still be there, and the new era starts starts tomorrow, and we'll wait and see who comes in. And dreaming is still free. And thank you, Nuno, for all the dreams that he has fulfilled. He dreamed, you know, had all these dreams of going to Europe. We achieved that. We almost got to the FA Cup final. We, You know, we, we've had... The most amazing times. He's, you know, he's respected and loved, and he walks away, as Amy says, uh, a legend. And what a send off! The only, yeah. the only one thing Neves hit the nail on the head, and he was very emotional, and so was Cody when they spoke. Was he deserved a full stadium yeah. to go out on? That's the only thing. He, you know, if we'd have all been there, but we weren't, we still got a great send off. You should have been there, and I'm so sorry for my friends in Wolverhampton who couldn't get in, and that had to be very heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. But it's all done. The day's over, and a new day will dawn with Wolverhampton Wanderers. Thanks ever so much, Jeff. I'll see you guys. Bye. Bye. And that's Jeff to round off to what, what has been a fantastic show. Amy, thank you for uh, everything, uh, for coming on Extra Time and co-hosting all season. We've had some laughs. We've had some crazy things that have happened. We've shed some tears today. 
but that's what it is supporting your team you Absolutely. know but thanks ever so much for uh, for contributing and being part of the show and of course the, continuing to be part of the show next year and the uh, of course the always wolves podcast when we do those as well yeah well thanks for having me and uh, thanks everyone for coming and listening to us both and my dorset tones every match which is obviously something to put up with but no cheers everyone for um this season i think it's been it's hopefully next season it will be in i guess a different format where hopefully we'll be going back to the matches fingers crossed oh well let's hope that we are looking forward to that right guys and gals thank you for joining us in the chat please smash a like and uh on the video if you're listening to this on um podcast as well on um, you know thank you very much i know you've not been able to see blossom who's been in full form tonight getting on the uh getting on the show and thank you very much to spider vpm for their support to be able to make this happen as well until the next one uh the next extra time which will be um after the first game of next season um we do wish you your family wherever you are in the world watching or listening all the best. We will continue to do stuff on the channel throughout the summer. We're covering the Euros and, of course, all the latest breaking news with Wolves and there will be podcasts uh, and all those sort of things that will be coming down the line as well. From myself and Amy, always Wolves. Always Wolves. Bye. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.